Hello everyone and welcome to Let's Write Stena. I really do appreciate each and every one of you for listening and supporting this podcast. If you're able to support even more, please go to Anchor FM and hit listener support. You can also go to my YouTube channel on YouTube at Sandra Stenography and Shorthand Dictation where you can enjoy yourself with all of those videos that I have created over there for you. Close to 700. And so the podcast is new and so I do hope that you enjoy. And please tell everyone and please please subscribe. Appreciate it guys. Now let's go ahead and get down to the get down. And that's going to be Tonight, as you can tell by the title, this is going to be on quick temper. And this is going to be almost 300 words per minute. And this is also going to be lit. (coughs) Literary it is tonight on quick temper. I'll be reading this um, through this at about... I would say between, probably between 90 and 100, maybe 110, um, just an approximate. Remember to work on your accuracy and not your speed. So I have not marked this off, so I will be estimating the speed on this. So just in case you want to know that. All right, ready? Quick temper. In five, four, three, two, one. A matter not unworthy of remark is the almost universal claim laid to that supposed to be desirable possession a quick temper. Quote, I have a frightfully quick temper, close quote, is an assertion often made without any sign of regret, rather with evident self-complacency. And how often, when with the intention of saying something pleasing, we remark upon the sweetness of a friend's disposition to the friend in person. We are met with the reply, quote, Oh, you're quite mistaken. I'm one of the quickest tempered people in the world, given in a tone that does not imply modest depreciation of a compliment, but a decided sense of unappreciated merit. Now this willingness, dash, eagerness, it may even without exaggeration be called, dash, to be convicted of what is acknowledged to be a fault strikes one as a curious anomaly. 
No one would answer if told, quote, you are very truthful, close quote. Oh, no, I am a constant liar, close quote. Nor, if complimented upon consistent attention to his own business, would respond, quote, on the contrary, scandal-mongering is my favorite occupation, close quote. At least no one would give either of these answers in the serious way in which the claim to the possession of a hot temper is made. May there not be underlying this inconsistency and explaining it a misconception of the real meaning and source of a quick temper? Too many minds, this undesirable trait seems to be the outcome of many very admirable qualities. To be hot-tempered means inferentially in such mental vocabularies to be generous, large-minded, unselfish, and dash, after a little lapse of time, dash, forgiving. But I maintain that it means exactly the reverse of all these things. If a man be quick-tempered, if he give way to anger quickly, he is not generous, for he shows no regard for the comfort of those around him, semicolon. He is not unselfish, comma, for it is safe to say that in nine cases out of ten, his fury is kindled by some fancied slight to himself, comma, and is all allowed to blaze simply as an illumination in honor of his self-esteem, semicolon. He is not forgiving, comma, because though he may recover quickly from his aberration and soon be perfectly urbane to the whilom victim of it, comma, the restoration is simply forgetfulness, comma, and to forget the injury inflicted upon another by his own hasty words is by no means synonymous with forgiveness of injuries he himself may have received. Last of all, comma, he is not large-minded I am convinced that a quick temper is an unfailing indication of a limited intelligence and a lack of mental quickness. If the mind were large enough to grasp the true reflection of things, to see how small a point in the universe this temper rousing episode occupied, comma, and if it could see this quickly, comma, the outburst 
would be averted. All right, I was being quiet for those who sometimes they're right behind me. And if I start talking immediately, then they get discombobulated. So tell me how that was, guys. Was that a good workout or what? Yes, I believe it was. I hope it was for you. It certainly was for me. So, um... We will come back. We will work on this. We're going to build on the speed. If you're having trouble with this first section that I just read at that particular speed, please practice this speed before you go on to the next section because it will be slightly faster. All right. Let's stop, have a little break, and we'll come back for the next part of this podcast. Hello. Are you interested in starting your own podcast? I think Anchor FM is the best. Here's why. With easy and fast setup, you'll be a pro in podcasting right out the gate. There is no additional equipment to buy because you can podcast right from your phone, your laptop, or your desktop computer. Anchor has great editing features such as music and even splitting your podcast in sections. And Anchor does all the distribution for you to Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google, and more. And the best part about Anchor is you can make money with no minimum listening audience. So, download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hello everyone and welcome back to part two of my podcast at Let's Write Steno. Please don't forget to subscribe before you leave today. I could really, really use a boost with my subscriber count. Thanks, guys. All right, let's go ahead and get down to part two of this. And as I said, um, we are going to speed this up. And I hope this by speeding this up that it does not give you a quick temper. All right. Remember, the name of this is Quick Temper. And we will be speeding this up a little bit faster than we did before. And as, as, and as I said, if you cannot write the first reading of this, which was approximately 100 to 120, please practice that before you move on to this faster section. <clears throat> I will try to read this between 120 and 140. This is just an estimate. I have not marked this material. Ready? <clears throat> In five, four, three, two, one, let's write. A matter not unworthy of remark is the almost universal claim laid to that supposed to be desirable 
possession of a quick temper. Quote, I have a frightfully quick temper, close quote, is an assertion often made without any sign of regret, rather with evident self-complacency. And how often, when with the intention of saying something pleasing, we remark upon the sweetness of a friend's disposition to the friend in person. We are met with the reply, Oh, you're quite mistaken. I'm one of the quickest-tempered people in the world. Given in a tone that does not imply modest depreciation of a compliment, but a decided sense of unappreciated merit. Now, this willingness, eagerness, it may even without exaggeration be called to be convicted of what is acknowledged to be a fruitful, to be a fault, strikes one as curious anomaly. No one would answer if told, quote, you are very truthful. Oh, no, I am a constant liar, close quote. Nor if complimented upon consistent attention to his own business would respond, quote, on the contrary, scandal mongering is my favorite occupation close quote, at least no one would give either of these answers in the serious way in which the claim to the possession of a hot temper is made. May there not be underlying this inconsistency and explaining it a misconception of the real meaning and source of a quick temper? To many minds, this undesirable trait seems to be the outcome of many very admirable qualities. To be hot-tempered means inferentially in such mental vocabularies to be generous, large-minded, unselfish, and after a little lapse of time, forgiving. But I maintain that it means exactly the reverse of all these things. If a man be quick-tempered, if he give way to anger quickly, he is not generous, for he shows no regard for the comfort of those around him. He is not unselfish, for it is safe to say that in nine cases out of ten, his fury is kindled by some fancied slight to himself and is allowed to blaze simply as an illumination in honor of his self-esteem. He is not forgiving because though he may recover quickly from his aberration 
and soon be perfectly urbane to the whilom victim of it. The restoration is simply forgetfulness and to forget the injury inflicted upon another by his own hasty words is by no means synonymous with forgiveness of injuries he himself may have received. Last of all, he is not large-minded. I am convinced that a quick temper is an unfailing indication of a limited intelligence and a lack of mental quickness. If the mind were large enough to grasp the true relation of things, to see how small a point in the universe this temper-rousing episode occupied, and if it could see this quickly, the outburst would be averted. All right, not quite sure whether to say great job, guys, or you need to practice, but only you would know that. That was a great workout. Thank you so much. I'm going to come back and read that one more time, and it is going to um, be faster than this take. So please, only join me for the third take if you can write this at around i would say between 160 and 180 because we're going to be flying when we come back you're more than welcome to try but remember accuracy is always what you're aiming for not speed see you at the next reading if you dare hello everyone and thank you again for joining me don't forget to hit the subscribe button Please, trying to get my subscriber count up. This is going to be the last read of Quick Temper. We are going to be quickening the pace. So, if you cannot write the previous one with accuracy, please do not try to attempt to write this one because this one will be pretty fast. Um, between, I'm going to try to go between 140, no, probably 160, 180. Ready? In five, four, three, two, one, let's write. A matter not unworthy of remark is the almost universal claim laid to that supposed to be desirable possession, a quick temper. Quote, I have frightfully quick temper, close quote, is an assertion often made without any sign of regret, rather with evident self-complacency. And how often when with the intention of saying something pleasing, 
we remark upon the sweetness of a friend's disposition to the friend in person, we are met with the reply, oh, you're quite mistaken. I'm one of the quickest tempered people in the world, given in a tone that does not imply modest depreciation of a compliment, but a decided sense of unappreciated merit. Now this unwillingness, eagerness, it may even without exaggeration be called to be convicted of what is acknowledged to be a fault strikes one as a curious anomaly. No one would answer if told you are very truthful. Quote, oh no, I am a constant liar. Nor if complimented upon consistent attention to his own business would respond, quote, oh, contrary. Scandal mongering is my favorite occupation. At least no one would give either of these answers in the serious way in which the claim to the possession of a hot temper is made. May there not be underlying this inconsistency and explaining it a misconception of the real meaning and source of a quick temper? To many minds, this undesirable trait seems to be the one outcome of many very admirable qualities. To be hot-tempered means inferentially, in such mental vocabularies, to be generous, large-minded, unselfish, and after a little lapse of time, forgiving. But I maintain that it means exactly the reverse of all these things. If a man be quick-tempered, if he give way to anger quickly, he is not generous, for he shows no regard for the comfort of those around him. He is not unselfish, for it is safe to say that in nine cases out of ten, his fury is kindled by some fancied slight to himself and is allowed to blaze simply as an illumination in honor of his self-esteem. He is not forgiving because though he may recover quickly from his aberration and soon be perfectly urbane to the whilom victim of it, the restoration is simply forgetfulness. And to forget the injury inflicted upon another by his own hasty words is by no means synonymous with forgiveness of injuries he himself may have received. Last of all, he is not large-minded. I am convinced that a quick temper is an unfailing indication of a limited intelligence and a lack of mental quickness. If the mind were large enough to grasp the true relations of things, to see how small a point in the universe this temper-rousing episode occupied, and if it could see this quickly, the outburst would be averted.
that's it, my good people. Thank you so much for joining me. I have truly enjoyed reading for you tonight. Next episode, probably coming up, is going to be on the cynic. Please join me for some negativity. (laughs) Nothing like some good old negativity during the COVID virus, right? All right. Well, anyway, guys, I'll see you at the next dictation, no matter what it is. And I hope that you have enjoyed this reading tonight. Please, always. Go and visit me at Sandra's Stenography and Shorthand Dictation. Link will be in the description. And also, don't forget to subscribe to the channel and to the podcast. Thank you for listening. And as always, peace, love, and steno.